Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies! Hey, hey, hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. Oh, that was perfect. Did you guys hear the San Antonio show? Yeah. Yeah, they were not good at that. <laughs> and they were even worse at the other thing. Yeah, the other shout-out was a mess. So places I'm coming to on the road, get it together. Like they do here in Los Angeles. You guys know the chance. You just don't make name tags. Once again, we are at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles, California. You guys know when to clap. It's awesome. It's Tuesday, February 11th, 2019. And speaking of UCB, Douglas Movies will be coming for the first time to the UCB New York Hell's Kitchen location on Saturday. Yeah, ooh, is fucking right. On Saturday, April 4th at uh, 10.30 p.m. Yeah. I, th I think there'll be some awesome name tags there. <laughs> this is so stupid. Speaking of name tags, what have you guys got, L.A.? I see one up here in front that I like a lot. It's got a lot of Tito's and soda on it. And it says Beagle. What does that mean? Your last name is Beagle? But what movie is it a parody of? Beagle and the Hendersons? Beagle and the Hendersons. Okay. Can't believe I didn't get that right away. What's wrong with me? I feel good about your chances of getting chosen, though, because you're the only framed one with a bunch of Tito's on it. And then we've got, is that a Coco poster up there? Yeah. Yeah, and what'd you change it to? Yair. That's my name. Yair? Instead of Coco. These, these puns are incredible. <laughs> you guys are coming up with. <laughs> Why don't you just pick a movie that has one word in the title, change, oh, I guess that's what you did. Um, what's this big red one up here? Yeah, what does it say? Vampire's Chris. Vampire's Chris? Okay, yeah. Yeah, people are going wild for that one. <laughs> Do we have, okay, we got enough. Okay, good. Oh, there's a big one up there. All right. Good job, everybody. And, and good luck. Doug Plugs. Oh, this is exciting. You know it's true because I wrote down, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> I'm doing a stand-up show at the Improv in Tampa, Florida on Thursday, February 27th. That's not the exciting part. <laughs> I mean, it is exciting, but... We're going to play a game from Doug Lowe's Movies, probably Last Woman Stanton, with every audience member who uh, brings a name tag to the show. And the winner that day can be, they have the option, I don't know if they want to go all the way over to Orlando, but they have the option to be a guest on Doug Lowe's Movies at the Orlando Improv on Sunday, March 1st at 7 p.m. It's a great way to trick, I mean, encourage people to come to both shows. For more info, go to DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Yeah! Come on! Wallet! Shh! Ted Danson? No. 
Miss Piggy doesn't go there. Miss Piggy goes, when I say we're going to play Doug Loves Muppets. That's, see, that's where that goes. <laughs> you fucking tricked me! <laughs> Announcement! <laughs> Doug Loves Movies has a Twitter account now. Yes. Go to at Doug Loves Movies for all... Well, not all of your Doug Loves Movies needs, but some of them. And then that way, I can free up my regular Twitter for more uh, more weed jokes and, uh, and uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I feel like it's too much work having one account. Let's get my guests out here. There's been lots of great women on the show over the last few months, but finally we're back to a panel of all men. How God intended. Uh, but they're great ones, and there's kind of a theme. Please give it up, everybody, for Jonathan Mangum, Ken Jennings, Doug Mellard, and Drew Carey. Oh, boy. Come on down, everybody. You're the next contestants on Doug loves smoothies. <laughs> hey, guys. Grab your microphones and we're, we're off and running. Let's uh, say hello to them individually. Starting with, we have two first-time guests on the show. Let's meet them alphabetically, <laughs> shall we? As I work that out in my head. <laughs> Drew Carey is here, everybody. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is the hoodie I had to wear uh, when I did Mass Singer. Whenever I'd show up at Mass Singer, I, I had a visor like the chick that fucked uh, the owner of the Clippers wore. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Wow, you're great at talking charades. <laughs> and this visor, and that's how I had to come on the lot and everything so nobody knew who I was. <laughs> so I thought I'd wear it here. Yeah, it says, don't talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, Which so now you just wear it all the time. That's my favorite hoodie now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It must be a real conversation starter. Nope. <laughs> the, the, the don't talk to me. Does it say anything? It's a hoodie. Does it say? Does the hood say anything on it? No. It just says the <laughs> Have name a, of the production Like a pair of eyes or something? No. Uh, but thank you for, for being here and for uh, being awesome on uh, Price is Right. Thank you in for our, money. In our homes every day, uh, except for when uh, presidents are being impeached. <laughs> it, it was a rough period for me because... Uh, uh, prices I was, you know, postponed for the news lot, pretty much every of, day. We get a lot of complaints when that happens. Yeah, yeah. like it's your fault. Yeah, like it's you're the reason the government is having problems and needs to be on TV all day. Hey man, you never know. Freaking government. <laughs> you, don't what, you don't know what I do. Yeah, at night. you're. Up here. <laughs> you don't know what best. Yeah. I'm, I'm Q. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Plinko's some real deep state shit. <laughs> oh, also, I should mention, uh, the theme tonight is uh, game shows. And also joining us is the very awesome announcer for Let's Make a Deal. It's Jonathan Mangum, everybody. Hello. Thanks. Thank you. This is actually the jacket that I wore here tonight. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> it says, don't talk to me without words. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but thanks for being here, dude. We've never met, to my knowledge. We have not, but I'm a big yeah. fan, so thanks oh, for having me. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I uh, was very excited to see. I believe uh, uh, this happened because of a publicist reaching out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, like I said, I'm a huge game show fan. And strangely, let's make a deal on Impeachment Day. A lot of the days, you get to watch all of that. <laughs> yeah. And then Price is Right would come on, and then suddenly the, you know... Uh, what's her name? Nora O'Donnell would show up on the screen and be like, "Impeachment, guys. <laughs> Let's talk about it all, yeah, this, all day." CBS has priorities, like mm-hmm. which shows they like better. Oh, I see. So, no offense, Mac. Already, <laughs> don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. But uh, all right, you're throwing down the challenge here. Do you are you good at movie trivia kind of stuff? Uh, any movie before 1984? That, that's about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's Star Wars and before 84, I know it well. Okay, well tonight you guys should be fine because you're only going up against the greatest Jeopardy contestant of all time. It's that motherfucking goat, Ken Jennings. Hey guys, hey Doug. Already not forming things as a question. I, I'm retired. <laughs> I don't do that stick anymore. What is I'm retired? Um, yeah, you are. You did. You've done it all. I mean, now w- will there be another tournament that they'll ask you to do, or as greatest of all time? Do you just get to say no? I'm the greatest of all time. It seems like it must be a lot. It's the greatest of all times. Not yeah. Just, not just. Some current time. Plural. Yeah. Plural times. All times. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like it would be a lifetime appointment, like Pope or Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> when they were able to take all your memory and brain and put it into a, a chip after you die, that's going to be awesome. To <laughs> yeah, live long enough for that to be a thing. Is it going to have like all my do. personal memories? Because I hope so. What, what, we get to see hologram you play Jeopardy. What a boring episode of Black Mirror that would be. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you were on this show, it was in Seattle in December, and I was. You had a little secret. Then, I was Doug. well aware that he won the whole the whole tournament uh, of all times uh, because I went to the taping uh, the week before here in Los Angeles. And uh, they made me sign an NDA for a million dollars to not say anything about it. And then I got high and did a podcast where I'm talking to Ken for like 90 minutes. And I know that he is he is the goat. And I I didn't say shit. I got through it. You were so good. (laughs) I didn't even fucking hint at knowing or anything like just it was just hey Ken. I guess you're going to do that tournament soon. Good luck. <laughs> it's the same as the prize for the tournament. It was a million-dollar purse. So they could have financed the whole tournament if you had just screwed up on, on your podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, let's say I messed up. Uh, <laughs> would you have loaned me the million? <laughs> Since you have it laying around, minus all that taxes. Sure, sure, absolutely, Doug. Do they, does Jeopardy, not to get too personal, but... <laughs> Does Jeopardy just give cut you a check and you worry about the taxes, or do they have to take it out? They deduct, super interesting answer, they deduct California state tax, weirdly, but not federal. So you, oh, okay. can, you can still do the Richard Hatch from Survivor thing, where you think, oh, I just won't pay federal tax. 
and see what happens. And what happens is you will go to federal prison. <laughs> but it's not, they don't take it off, off the top. They think yeah. if you're smart enough to win on Jeopardy. Yeah. You can either pay your taxes or figure out how to cheat the IRS. I won, uh, I won $1,000 on uh, Scrabble. Chuck Woolery, you know, counted it off into my hand, that gag. And uh, yeah, and um, yeah, they just send you a check for the full thousand, and they're like, "You work out the tax thing." And I'll tell this, I'll say this right now publicly: probably never paid a dime of taxes on that. (laughs) 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 And to complete the game show theme, I'm so excited about our fourth guest tonight because his wife. My wife. That's not how that works. She, uh, she was a contestant on Price is Right? That's right. <laughs> it's Doug Mellard, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is the shirt I wore when Drew was on Mass Singer and I was watching. Oh, okay. It says Ryan fucking Bingham. It has nothing to do with anything. Except Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Who's like a country artist. Yeah, he's really good. He was in Crazy Heart. Yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry that you guys don't have any beverages. Is everybody all right? Because we we could we could have arranged we can all that. split we could have arranged that. Yeah, just share Doug's water. <laughs> and uh, wait, so what? What she win? Like a living room she, set? She won a an iPad, and she won like a home spa, and like an automatic dog feeder, and then almost won a car, but didn't win the car. Oh, let me guess why she didn't win the car. Because she didn't know what the price was in cents. Uh, she yeah, didn't it was, know it was 43 cents at the end. It was a game where you had to like jump on the numbers in order. Of, what, what did you say the game was? It's called Pathfinder. Pathfinder, yeah. That is. <laughs> it's the bane of her existence now. And after the, after the show, she immediately was like so apologetic to me. She's like, I should have won that card. And so I've just been fake mad at her ever since. I'm like, you bitch. What's the one called with the mountain climber? Uh, I call it the Yoda League game, but it's called uh, <laughs> it's called Cliffhangers, Mount, Mountain Climbers, something like what Cliffhangers. Is it Cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. <laughs> I don't know why I looked at. I don't know why I'm asking questions and looking at anybody I never, but Ken. I never call it Cliffhangers. <laughs> oh, I know I do when I walk up because it says it on top of it. Like right cliffhangers. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the time, I'm like Yoda League guy, Yoda League guy, Yoda League guy. And then I always call it Yoda League guy game backstage. I never call it Cliffhangers. <laughs> but the people that have lost at that game. Him just going over the edge must be like haunt them. It must be in their dreams. <laughs> yeah. So Anytime they hear yodeling, they if must you're ever on out. Price is Right, no matter what we show you on cliffhangers, say 25, 35, 45, and you'll never lose that game. Wow. Should you be telling the public this information? I tell the audience every time. Oh, okay. And <laughs> after the game, and people in the audience that watch the show are always yelling out, $25. Oh wow! Thirty-five dollars. Because that's the price range. You can yell twenty, thirty, forty. But no, they ultimately don't follow your advice because they think you're just you're just saying that. No, I, I, I tell them after the game oh, how, after. how to play it if they oh. mess up. <laughs> Here's where you fucked up. And, yeah, yeah, I do. And then I'm like a sports commentator after the game. And then on ten on a game called Ten Chances, all the prices end in zero. But I'm not allowed to tell them that, but I can tell them at the end of the game. Oh, man. And now, apparently. Yeah. This is going to be the I most... wish four people knew. <laughs> these people are... Uh, so many of these people are going to be lined up on Fairfax tomorrow. <laughs> wearing their Pick Me Drew shirts. <laughs> 
I, I love I love that show so much. And and let's make a deal. Thanks, and man. Jeopardy. And and Doug is here. So <laughs> let's talk uh, prize bag. Let's talk uh, what people brought. I brought uh, a bunch of stuff. Let's start with you, Doug. You, it looks like I called you very last minute for this. Uh, apologies to anyone who was excited that Zach Galifianakis was going to be here tonight, <laughs> but. Um, but he uh, had to work late, so he wasn't wasn't able to make Wait, it. I don't, I don't believe he has a job, but that's what he said. <laughs> they wouldn't have known he was going to be here, right? Oh, no, I leaked it today. Oh, though. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I brought an album called He Touched Me on vinyl. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but yeah, it doesn't sound I good. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, it's like it's like a gospel record. Oh, bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were really you're really hoping for some sort of how-to, man. Yeah, how-to. That was about my uncle. <laughs> I brought my download card for my new album, Fart Safari Two, Fart Harder. Thank you. Yeah, for anyone wondering, there is a Fart Safari One. Yeah, and three's coming, and then I got a Fart Safari T-shirt. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that a Beach Boys song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby, it's a fart safari. Come on, baby, it's a fart safari. I'm going to have to use that sound clip now. And then I brought a Burrito for President 2020 t-shirt. <laughs> That's it. That's it? That's amazing. Great. That's some good stuff. I'll do my things one at a time uh, in between each guest. I was in Vegas recently, so I grabbed a copy of Las Vegas Magazine. <laughs> What do you have, Drew? I have two autographed by me Price is Right coffee mugs. And I also have autographed by me Price is Right magnets. There are three of them. And I have an autographed by me Price is Right cap. All right. I'd like one of the magnets. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really proud of my magnets on my refrigerator, so this is going to be a nice addition. And, and, you know, that way everything's in pairs. But just the one hat, though. So if you win, uh, your loved one's going to have to live with the fact that there's only one hat. Yeah. You can pass it down this way. I'll put it in my, uh, oh, right. my bag over here. But those are terrific. Thank you so much for, for bringing that. I had a PA go grab it for me today. Well, I was <laughs> Do you, how often, Drew, do you, like, uh, you know, jump up there in Plinko or, uh, you know, how often have you spun the wheel? Like, do you feel like oh. you're good at spinning the wheel? Yeah, when I first got the job, we, we would rehearse the games and I would spin the wheel constantly and now I don't ever do it at all. <laughs> but I know, oh, Plinko, you have to drop it right in the center, like right over <laughs> the top and don't spin it, just let it go. And that gives you the best chance of hitting the center $10,000. But don't bring it over here. Don't bring it over here. Don't bring it too high. Don't put English on it. <laughs> right in the center. So it's like if this was the thing, like right here. And then just let it go. That's the best chance of getting the 10000 I wish I could give hints about let's make a deal, but it's all like it's a box or a curtain. I know. <laughs> That's all there is. Really. There's no... Hey, listen, pick one. Pick one. You know, That's it. Do, you do your best. <laughs> That's what drives me crazy is when people in the audience in that show have such firm opinions about which one they should pick. Absolutely. It's a curtain! Yeah. You don't know. Calm down. <laughs> On Jeopardy, it's always Bulgaria. Just... <laughs> Just, just when say, in doubt, Bulgaria. Just say Bulgaria. <laughs> and don't put a spin on it. 
Um, I also got a bunch of stuff from a company that makes glass pipes and stuff uh, recently, and they, but they sent me a hat that's like got the California bear on it, but it also says the name of the company, which is Mav. And it, I don't know. The whole hat's a little too... I wouldn't wear it in public, but... Uh, <laughs> but you should. But, yeah, if you like having fun. If you like having people coach you going, what's with that fucking hat? <laughs> the red brim's a little, uh, little much. Jonathan? Yeah, so if you guys remember, like, back in, like, 99 to 2005, the way that movies used to market themselves is they used to have postcards, these big old vats of postcards. You couldn't go to a urinal without, like, 30 postcards, right? So I used to collect them, so I brought, because your podcast is about movies, I brought some cool Mm -hmm. movie postcards that I have collected from 20 years ago. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, freaking amazing movie. Being John Malkovich, freaking amazing movie. Starship Troopers, a movie. Could you guys, could you guys hold your applause until the end of the? Uh, kids in the Hall, in brain memoriam. candy. Yeah, love Kids in the Hall, and then of course the coup de gras, Showgirls. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you're giving up all of those. How many? But you still have plenty in your collection. I've got like thirty of each, so we're good. <laughs> okay. That's right, too. That's the kind of thing when you'd see them, you'd grab more than one. Yeah, I grab. Like, you're never going to use any of them, no. but you grab multiples. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Um, this is a thing where it's like a lollipop, but like after you eat it, I guess it's got THC in it. After you eat it, you can uh, bury the rest of it and uh, a weed, weed will grow. Do you have to click your heels together? <laughs> I think it takes more than just, uh, you know, sticking it in the ground. I think it really is, uh, you got to have a... Hey, hey, freshman. A green, a green thumb. <laughs> Take this lollipop and plant it. It's grown to a weed plant. <laughs> really? All right. <laughs> Why is there a four-year-old at that high school? <laughs> Smart four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got a uh, from Rockin' Pins, a beautiful Doug Benson uh, pin that uh, won't go in the prize bag tonight if somebody matches me later in, in you know what. But let's uh, go down here to Ken and see what he brought for the bag. I actually forgot to bring something on this trip. Well, you travel, you know, you live in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm retired from remembering things, as I mentioned. Sure. But my, I'm, doing, I'm down here doing a show for GSN, the Game Show Network, and my friends at GSN hooked me up with oh, nice. some kind of Game Show Network microfiber something. It's a blanket. I don't know what it is. Oh. <laughs> wow. Toreador cape. I don't know what this is. Wow. And a <laughs> tote like bag. It's got a weird giant. texture to it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a gonna, giant like cum a rag. future towel. It's very weird. On it's like head. something you got after you donated to the game show network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have, a, they have a public radio model. Yeah. At the game show network. <laughs> Did it come in a game show network tote? <laughs> at, the, at the $200 level, you do get this game oh. show network tote. <laughs> They're really struggling. And uh, some uh, crunchy and wholesome popcorn snack. And really, the, the piece de resistance here is a, uh, a giant foam figure from a failed Caroline Ray game show that, that, was, that was on the game show network at some point. So if you, Andrew Carey will sign it. <laughs> That's a great one. I love stuff like that. Yeah, let's definitely get everybody's signature on that. And if you bury that, it grows into a plant also. 
Yeah. It grows into a Caroline Ray. Caroline Ray. Yeah. But you got to be good to it, or it'll give you a different finger. <laughs> this is great. Oh my god. Thank you, Ken. All of this stuff is going in the bag tonight, but before we get to the games, I have a couple of quick questions for everybody. <laughs> Ken, in any format, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, having done this show like a dozen times, of course I was ready for this question and can immediately... Oh, I saw that uh, crazy Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Color Out of Space. I went down to the Arclight, the Cinerama Dome, and saw... Did you color, notice, like, color Nick, out of space. Do you notice, like, it's like Mandy? It's mm -hmm. one of these kind of crazy, florid, heavy metal kind of things, but it's a Lovecraft short story, and it's just Nicolas Cage just going crazy, but this time because aliens or monsters or ancient aliens or something are invading his farmhouse. Uh, so it's, it's a documentary. It's yeah. <laughs> It's very, it's got, it's very colorful. Like people have suggested, it's a good uh, motion picture to see while you're tripping. I wouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone it who does feel like you're tripping, even if you're not watching it. It's, it's pretty psychedelic. It's as close as I get to, to hallucination. Is a crazy Nick Cage yeah, movie. Yeah, and it's got some really weird violence and uh, makeup effects and stuff. You saw it? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. It's a H.P. Lovecraft thing. If you like racist horror of the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> Which who doesn't, right? Yeah. All right, Jonathan, here comes that hardball question. Last movie you saw. So my kids are old enough now. They're 13 and 16, so they're old enough now that I feel like I can watch rated R movies with them and not feel so uncomfortable. So we watched Lethal Weapon, the Ooh. movie. Uh, and uh, it's, I, I found out it's also, uh, like Die Hard, it's also a Christmas movie, which mm -hmm. I did not remember. Yeah, it's Everyone all Christmassy stuff yeah. the whole time, yeah. And there's more Mel Gibson ass than boob in Lethal Weapon, which I uh, <laughs> noticed, and my kids did too, and told me, told me about it. Also, the first scene has Danny Glover in the bathtub, one of the first scenes, and his whole family comes in to hang out while he's taking a bath. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. That's yeah. a weird family to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. And then also one of the greatest continuity things of all time is when uh, uh, Mel Gibson falls into the pool. Like he falls into it with a guy and they struggle yeah. on, on the pool cover and stuff. When he gets out, his boots are just sitting by the side of the pool like he had taken the time to take them off when he did not know he was about to fall into a pool. I guess when you get close to a pool, you probably take your boots off. You would. They just, you know, he just, you just, just, they just cut that just scene. Just in case. Yeah. It was a four-minute boot-off scene. There was a lot of dialogue. <laughs> so they just yeah, instead of rolling up their sleeves and spitting in their hands, they're just taking off their boots before they fight, the, fight into the pool. Uh, okay, so um, that's a good one. Drew, what about you, the last movie you saw? Uh, on Sunday, I watched Jojo Rabbit for the second time. Because yeah. I love Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Manny is a really lovable Hitler uh, in, in that movie but you know also annoying so it works out in yeah. the end I've seen I saw it 1917 six times does that mean anything Whoa. Yeah. wait so <laughs> so, you, so you've seen 11,478 <laughs> Is that really the number? Oh my God! If that, that had really not, been the number, that is not the number. 
Holy crap. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'll put up with this. <laughs> um, why do you think you liked that movie so much? 1917? Mm-hmm. I loved it. And then I watched like 20 hours of World War I documentaries oh, okay. after that. So I was like really into the whole thing for a while. And you liked, uh, I, I suppose you probably liked Dunkirk? Uh, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> no six timer. No, that yeah, that was okay. What was the what is the most recent movie you've watched? An insane, like way more than six. Like, is there any modern classic to you that? You've oh, Whiplash. Seen? That was my uh, oh like twenty times. That is that really rewatchable. Like really, like twenty times about. The, the tension is there regardless of yeah. w- when first, you know where it's going. First time I saw it, I was at the Arclight, and I was with somebody, and we didn't know what movie we were going to watch. We just, let's just go and see what's playing. And we didn't, I didn't know a thing about it and just happened to see the, the thing. Yeah, you were just hoping it was about it. a car accident. Yeah. You know, I saw the award things on it, and we were like, oh, let's go see that one. Didn't know anything about it, not one thing. And then I walked in, and it was... Uh-oh. What is that a lot? CBS is saying, don't talk it's about Hitler anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them how to win at Plinko and I for swear, the love of God I, don't I mention I swear my phone's on airplane mode in, in my bag it's my kids calling me uh, yeah but I love that movie yeah and so I, then I That's like the first, first week I kept dragging people to see it and you know you know who hates it is musicians hate that movie because he's supposed to be such a great musician oh, yeah, teacher and then there's a scene in the club where he's playing the worst smooth jazz you've ever heard. Yeah. It's just like, and what? then the actor played his own drums and he was a good drummer for an actor but he's not as good as a jazz drummer. Jazz drummers don't think he's, they think it's a good movie but they don't think he's that great of a jazz drummer. I found out. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Any, anytime they make a movie about a thing that somebody, people are good at, the people that are good at it are going to go, oh, they didn't get that right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that up. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they totally fucked up. Like the actors, uh, you know, kill all those Manson people. That didn't happen. Duh. <laughs> that didn't. That didn't really happen that way. No. <laughs> and the Alamo really has a basement, so that was all bullshit too. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last movie you saw? 1917, actually. How many times? Just the once, but I will see it again. I loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Spectacular. It's intense. Yeah. It's. Uh... It made me realize, like, I don't really know. Like, I want to watch document. Like, I don't know anything about. We know so much about World War II, but not one. It, it oh, had... yeah. World War I is so fucked up. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Watch 20 hours of documentaries on it. It's amazing. <laughs> How fucked up that was. Did you see that Peter Jackson movie where he colorized yes. all the old footage? Fantastic, yeah, the, right? Three times I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a number for you, but. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the job of the hut they added into that, though. It was yeah. Weird. The whole time watching this horrible World War One thing about all the horrors of World War One, and the whole time I goes like, "What's with their fucking teeth?" <laughs> like that. Doc, there's that Peter Jackson documentary. You're just like, wow, they have such fucked up teeth. But they were like walking through bodies, and you know, dead that'll ruin everywhere. your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Where they get such fucked up teeth? <laughs> All right. Well, one more question, you guys. We're running a little behind, but I love this. Um, we'll start with you, Ken. I don't know if I asked you this the last time you were on. What is Bulgaria? 
Sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though, what is it? Um, <laughs> this Alex Lock people never people ask Alex questions all the time. He just moves on. Imagine, imagine if questions actually worked like that. Like somebody said to you, "What is Bulgaria?" and your answer was. This landlocked Balkan nation. <laughs> Actually, it's the, it's the area right in your crotch. The, the bulge area. Correct? I didn't know that it was landlocked or Balkan. <laughs> so you got me there. I think it might not be landlocked, and we're going to get letters <laughs> from your geographically astute listeners. They'll be Bulgarian, so fuck it. <laughs> This is this this show is translated into no languages. <laughs> um, I like to see if anybody wants to do any impressions. Have you ever done any impressions on the show, Ken? I never have. Do you have any? Do you do you do what about Alex Trebek? Do you do an impression of him? I don't do Alex. He's a tough impression. He is. Yeah. I mean, you can sound slightly Canadian. Yes. You could say, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. No. Sorry. Yes, no. when somebody gets something wrong. Yeah. Incorrect. Sorry. And he says the word genre in a way that is neither the American nor the French pronunciation, <laughs> but something of his own invention. Like, he'll say, this genre. Like, <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's Canadian? I don't know. This genre. 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 Macabre. So I don't know if that counts as an impression. I did, and it, I'm moving on. <laughs> that maybe was. I'm satisfied. Jonathan, what about you? I do a uh, Drew Carey impression. <laughs> Fuck you, Ken! Oh, wow. So vivid. <laughs> so real. <laughs> Same volume and everything. <laughs> exactly. That was great. Do you, do you really have, uh, is that it? That's about it. Oh, okay. Aren't you an announcer? You, like, work with your voice. Huh? But you don't... <laughs> fuck you, Ken! That was me doing me, telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> but that's what I love about uh, Let's Make a Deal, is you and Wayne, you, you have a lot of fun together, and, like, uh, you know, it just seems like you're both just goofing off and getting paid. We've been pals since we were teenagers, so we're just, we just try to make each other laugh. And, and it, what people don't know is that we say a lot of really dirty stuff. They say, say whatever you want, so we're dropping F-bomb. I mean, when we say what makes each other laugh, and they'll just cut it out. Yeah. So we never feel like we're being held back or have to do daytime clean stuff. So yeah, it seems awesome. like it's super fun. I want to, if, if, if I may, can I come to a table? Hell yeah, man. Just so, but yeah, I'd have to wear a costume. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd, my two go-tos are Harry Potter or Andy Warhol. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Warhol. Maybe, yeah. That, that might be fun. <laughs> Andy Potter. I could go either way with that. Uh, what about you, Drew? Do you do any impressions? Yes. I do a uh, Foghorn Leghorn impression. I love it already. <laughs> this is my impression. One of our greatest stars. This is my impression of Foghorn Leghorn as the United States government. Foghorn as the government. <clears throat> Look, I say, look at me while I'm fucking you, boy. <laughs> and that's the sort of thing you do for the audience during the commercial breaks. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I can teach you how, but I won't. It takes too much time. But I can also teach you how to do a foghorn leghorn. Oh, yeah? Yeah, don't go, I say, I say. You have to start a, a sentence, interrupt a word, then say, I say, then repeat the word and continue. 
Look at me. I say, look at me while I'm fucking you, boy. See? It's not I say, I say. He doesn't say that. Anybody that watched Foghorn Leghorn cartoons. Is anyone under 65 here in the audience tonight? Let's talk about play it again, Sam. He never really. <laughs> you never really said it. Yeah. I built too low to the ground. Everybody boy. gets Darth Vader's quote wrong, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. What does he really say? He Luke, does, he does I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. No, I am your father. Uh, There's no Luke, right? There's yeah. no Luke in it, yeah. Yeah. So we don't know who's... who's yeah, he could be talking to anybody. Yeah. He needs, you need to address people when you have a helmet over your face. You can't just be standing around going, I'm your father. Luke's down there with no hand going, who, who is he looking at? <laughs> that was not a bad impression of Mark Hamill screaming. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Doug? What do you got? I know I have some, but I can't think on the well, spot. Well, just don't start with I say, I say. <laughs> uh, Gomer Pyle. Shazam! <laughs> was that, that was really good impression <laughs> of the late Jim Neighbors. Uh, Foghorn, Leghorn, and uh, Jim Neighbors. Those are... You guys all get that, right? Everybody got that? <laughs> Shazam! I say, I say. Shazam. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucked it all up. You're right, Drew. It does take a while to learn that. So let's go to the part of the show where I say, turn it off, Bert. Let the games begin! <laughs> Here's the deal. Some of these audience members have crafted uh, name tags, movie posters, if you will, that they've worked their own name into. Sometimes they attach things to bribe people. Sometimes they just write their name on a phone and hold that up so you, you, you get a brand new phone if you pick that one. And uh, i like each of you gentlemen to just go and select the, the one you like the most for whatever reasons and uh, bring it back to your seat and uh, that's who you're gonna play on behalf of today and they're gonna be your partner when you need a lifeline. So pick somebody that seems smart and beautiful and like a winner. You, that's this terrible seat over there. They're just ignoring you over there. Is that an ex machina thing? Yeah. Ha ha. That wasn't bad. I recognize that from this far. All right. Fall on down. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to a brief commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, or more specifically, the people of Tempe, Arizona. I will be at the Tempe Improv once again doing Doug Loves Movies on Saturday, April 11th at 420. And then the next weekend on Sunday, April 19th, I'm doing stand-up at the Punchline in San Francisco. It's my annual Countdown to 420 show. And then on 420, April 20th, 2020, Denver, Colorado, Comedy Works downtown is the place to be. Hope to see you there. Back to the show. Today's show is brought to you in part by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your 
family jewels. You know, one time I really hurt myself in a attempted manscaping down there and you don't want to hear all the gory details. I'll just tell you that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke TM technology. Yeah, it's trademarked. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Doug at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code Doug, manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Doug. Back to the show. We're back. We're back. And this is uh, very exciting. There's a gentleman in the front row whose name tag didn't get chosen. And uh, the Beagle, our friend the Beagle, and uh, he's been marathon. How do you get to go to so many Prices Right tapings? I'm on leave, so I've been in every one since last Monday. But they just let you keep coming back? Yeah. Like there aren't other people that want to go? That's awesome. Just got to show up. Just hang out. You show up and get in there. Well, it's good. And you wear a, a, what do you wear? Like a shirt that says something on it? That doesn't help. I wear Navy t-shirts all the time, but it hasn't helped yet. Navy? Yeah. That's good. They're very good to Try yellow service one. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go tomorrow, you know how to win half the game. So it's good. What does, at what point does it cross the line and somebody's like a, a, you know, too much of an acquaintance for them to go up on stage and, and play the games with you? Like where ethically, where That's is cool. the, the line drawn? So he could still get picked tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't want to ruin it for Beagle. Once I get high with you, that's it. <laughs> See, I knew there was there was some point, there's some demarcation. Uh, <laughs> Ken, who did you? Uh, whose name tag did you choose? Uh, Ian. This is kind of cracking me up. It's Monty Python's Life of Brian, but he just got rid of some of the letters. Yeah. So it says Life of Ian. Just get rid of the B and the R, and, and you're good. It's you know sometimes subtractive is better than additive, and it, there's Skittles on it too. You like Skittles? Sure. Who doesn't yeah. like Skittles, Doug? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't produce any names but they must exist Jonathan what do you have there I think this is uh, Kate is that right I can't see you is that right Kate yeah 
Can so you? it's it's cats, but it's Kate, and it's uh, Doug Benson as Rum Doug Dugger. I, Ooh. And I don't know the show, but it's your body on the cat body, and you are hot, it my looks, friend. You are hot. It's uh, the, the Cats movie. They went overboard with the sexiness. Yeah. And uh, then putting my face on it, it really doubles the sexiness. Really takes like it that. up a, a lot of notches. Well, thank you for that, Kate. <laughs> I'm also on Drew's pick. What do you have, Drew? Uh, this is the, my favorite Nicolas Cage movie, Vampire's Kiss. It's too late, Alba. It's too late. It's too late. Yes, uh, too, late. too late for impressions. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he called it Vampire's Chris, and it attracted me because I love this Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, my hair's yeah. all crazy Nicolas Cage from that movie. He eats a roach. Yeah, he really did it. Yeah. He's crazy. I guess they're not that bad. <laughs> Roaches? Yeah. Oh, God. Let's do it right now. Com- compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> and those shows where people eat bugs, it seems to be one that people just sort of, they just get through it and they, don't, they seem fine. I haven't seen the movie. Is the roach alive? Yes. Oh. oh well. Yeah. For a minute. <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> totally eats it off the stove. Now, this is something over here, Doug. Oh, wow. This... You got like a lobby standee for uh, Mrs. Marvel. <laughs> I'll be the honest. Marvelous Mrs. Marvel. <laughs> and it says Patrick Marvel. I'll be honest. I was just like, that'd be funny if I took this home in the lift and just didn't say anything. <laughs> so that's why I got it. <laughs> no, you should do the opposite. You should say things like you're on a date with Brie Larson. <laughs> 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 What's that, honey? You're tired? We're, we're on our way. We'll get you home. <laughs> you say you have universes to save? All right. <laughs> you need That's some rest cool. first. Captain Marvel. Mm. All right. So, she looks Patrick. very angry. Good job, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. That's who everybody's playing for. So now we're just going to play some games. And somebody's going to go home with all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is so big. <laughs> you know that Drew, you know that game where uh they have to write they have to write a number on a check. Check game. <laughs> <laughs> what is check game? <laughs> I think they should call it banks a lot. But um <laughs> Yesterday or today, recently, uh, we were laughing because uh, the lady wrote the number on the check and then the number was wrong and she didn't win the game. But then you peel the check off and you hand it to her and she said out loud, I don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is a cool keepsake, but also it would be sad to look at, you know, like remind you of losing. If I lost, we put a big void stamp and stamp it. So it says void, and I hope people just put it in a frame and hang it above the couch. It's a good souvenir. I, I love how you put it in perspective for people. I don't know if Bob Barker used to do that, but you, you say stuff like, oh, that's okay, you're going to get to spin the wheel to get into the, maybe get into the showcase, or you remind them what they've won already. Oh, yeah. That's great. You got those bikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. Not the, not the worst day. You yeah. Not, try sorry, to, buddy. I, <laughs> Still got a shot? Also, the thing that people bid for to get up on stage, uh, they're getting, those things are getting expensive. Like, yeah. there's things in the multiple thousands a, a lot now. And so people are still going, 450, Drew? <laughs> no. Like, what are you doing? Have you watched 
a show lately? <laughs> and it's okay to one dollar somebody. Don't be a. That's part of the game. Yeah, but I think you should. One, you know, yeah, one dollar. I'm over. Don't do the just bidding one dollar. That doesn't work. Anymore. He said it was okay. <laughs> Drew Carey just said you. Could no, do I that. said strategy wise. Strategy wise. Strategy you wise. Just going one dollar over is yeah. one of the best things you can do, and people have actually lost. Because it's like 600, some people go 500 in their last, and they don't want to owe, owe one somebody, so they go 700. And I go, sorry, yeah. bitch, And they blew it. <laughs> They're all very friendly to each other. The audience, there, yeah. it's a whole love fest. It really is. Yeah. My wife stabbed somebody when she was on. It's crazy. <laughs> She's very competitive. Is that how she got on? Just yeah, a quick yeah. stab, name tag change, run up there? Yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes people don't realize that their name was called right away because it's so loud in that room. You can't hear what they're saying. You have to watch. You have to look for a cue card that's held up with their yeah. name on it. She still Some, doesn't know she was on. She somebody was, was in the bathroom once when we called them. Oh, my God. We <laughs> just had to wait. Was that you? No. <laughs> we just had to wait for him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You stopped the show so someone could finish in the bathroom? Yeah. Number one or number two? Yeah, how long? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm guessing number two. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird to leave the audience to that show because you have to pee. You could just, you could get, you yeah, could they get through the hour or whatever. People go through the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Were they right. mic'd up in the bathroom? No. <laughs> and somebody peed on camera one time. They peed their pants. Oh. Woman, woman playing Plinko. No. Did it air? Yeah, it was my yeah. wife. <laughs> she got on the local news because of it oh. in, her, in her hometown. I mean, it's crazy that she peed on, on camera because, like, the camera's pretty far away. You couldn't miss it. But she was yeah. way up on the Plinko, so she well, just gave got next, a nice arch on it. And I gave her an extra 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, that was nice. <laughs> All right, let's start the games with. Um, I'll piss my pants right now for two hundred bucks. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> That'd be fun, Jonathan. At the end of let's make a deal when you're doing the small deals with somebody, say, "Hey, if you have piss in your pants, I'll give you a hundred dollars." I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember to bring some piss? We mentioned it on Twitter. <laughs> okay, this game is called Characters Welcome. I am going to name the just random ass characters that are listed in the end titles of a motion picture. And you guys, everybody on stage, guess as often as you like. The first person to uh, hone in on the uh, title I'm looking for. Uh, you know, as I go along, I'll get closer to the uh, the bigger characters in the movie uh, at the end, and then that, that should give it away if we get that far. Any questions? Love it. No. <clears throat> movies, right? Yeah, movies. <laughs> porn? No. No, no porn. No TV. Do no, you know the character no, names no in a lot of porn? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Man number three. <laughs> okay, that's not one of them. This is there. We're starting now. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Here we go. Uh, number one mom. That's porn. I know that's porn. 
his character. Personally, can yeah, tell you that support. I hate these disgusting men who rank their mothers. <laughs> if you give her two hundred dollars, she'll do a number one mom. <laughs> Um, uh, there's another person in this movie is just listed as waiter. Someone they just call blonde. V.R. Warshawski. Times have changed. Uh, that's a great guess, but no. <laughs> that's a great guess. That's my uh, Kathleen Turner <laughs> impression. <laughs> I'm V.I. Warshawski. Uh, reporter. Kramer versus Kramer. Great guess. No. There's someone in this movie called Snodgrass. Kramer versus Snodgrass. <laughs> he was so close. If he had just said Snodgrass versus Snodgrass, oh, he would have nailed it. A woman at book party? Played by someone who has been a guest on this program before. Book club? No. A congressman divine is a name in this movie. Somebody in the audience perked up. There's also an NBC page. Late night. No, that's not right. Shit. Do you ever do that on Jeopardy? Just yeah, take you, it back right away? Yeah, and Alex would be like, okay, I'll give you a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> he, to be fair, he did say, no, that's not right. Right after. <laughs> There's someone that's given the credit, passerby. Oh, now I know. That's got to give it away. Passerby and one dollar. <laughs> Excellent bid. Good luck. The amount is. Slide that thing out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack Barry? Does that help anybody? Quiz show. Oh, I knew it. I knew you'd figure Shooter it out. Shooter McGavin as Jack Barry. Wow. Yeah, look at that. He even knows the actor who played wow. the role. Wow. Christopher McDonald. Wow. Quiz show from 1984. So, of course, that's right after the cutoff for you guys. <laughs> that's why you didn't know anything about it. <laughs> but hopefully you'll do better in this next game that, you know, of course, the uh, regular listeners know that I had to play this game tonight. Whose tagline is it anyway? Yeah, just like Price is Right, I have a bunch of different games with names, and I rotate them, and uh, like you were saying backstage, it's, it's fun, because you don't have to get sick of any of them. Yeah, I mean, this isn't Plinko, but it's pretty fun. There's little to no yodeling in this. <laughs> but uh, since uh, Ken won that first game, he, that's all he won was getting to go first in this next game, so everybody's still in this. And uh, I'll go to you one at a time, starting with Ken. If he can't think of the right answer, I'll move on to Jonathan, etc. And I'm just going to tell you a tagline from a motion picture from all the movies ever made, and you just have to figure out what movie that is. Sometimes it's easier than others. A theme will develop. <laughs> That's it? That's all you need to know. Shit. You got this. You got this, Doug. Okay. <laughs> Are you talking to you? <laughs> a little self, you know, self You know I love the pep talks <laughs> to myself during the show. <laughs> You're doing a great show, Doug. <laughs> Doug, you got to get this finished in 19 minutes. 
<laughs> but you can do it, Doug. It's like it's like I say to myself things they would say to me from the booth. <laughs> um, Ken, what movie has the tagline? Things fall down, people look up, and when it rains, it pours. What? Possibly the worst tagline ever created. Like, would not make anyone go, oh, I want to see that. Things fall Fall down, down. period. People look up, period. When it rains, it pours. (laughs) No period. Uh... That is obviously... Maybe I just didn't write down that last period. That is... Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin. <laughs> All right, you don't have to do these show-offy answers where you give more information. I don't know. It's clearly not cheaper by the dozen, so no, that's I'll move it. on. That's not it. What do you think it is, John? Could you repeat it one more time, please? Things fall down, people look up, and when it rains, it pours. I think it's a double feature of Legends of the Fall and Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> or? It's no or. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's, hey, that's your game show. I can say or. Is he allowed to give Am like, I allowed to get an or? So gets right? I love, I love it. <laughs> The fuck is this? It's bullshit. I I would love it if Legends of the Falls tagline was "Things fall down," and and Rain Man's tagline was "When it rains, it pours." Man, (laughs) just keep guessing. I can keep guessing. All right, yeah. Well, he's he's definitely narrowed it down for everybody. (laughs) Two or three less movies that are not that are not it. What do you think it is, Drew? Uh, I think it's Pennies from Heaven. That's a terrific guess, because uh, that movie was weird. <laughs> Doug, what do you think? Uh, Noah? Hang on, I'm trying to answer. <laughs> what, if what if it's Noah? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the Russell Crowe movie? I was talking to this Doug. <laughs> People look up! <laughs> uh, what, what was your guess? Noah. Was that the Noah Dark <laughs> movie where it rained a lot? I have to say, Noah. <laughs> Incorrecta. <laughs> that was the tagline for the motion picture called Magnolia. Uh, Fuck! When it rains, it Great pours movie, frogs. and it frogs. describes... God damn it. Yeah, it describes things that happen in the movie. But also, that's the only tagline that they uh, that was listed on uh, IMDb. Like, that was the one way they ran with. So that's why that was such a smash. Uh, okay, so we're back to Ken again. Nobody's got a point in this game. Tends to stay that way. <laughs> Ken, what movie has the tagline, It ain't easy being this good. <laughs> who, whis- who whispered that? <laughs> Drew Carey whispered the Drew Carey story? <laughs> Yeah, I really thought it was somebody else. <laughs> it ain't easy being this good. Uh, I guess I know the theme, but that is not helping me here. It's not? No. Oh, cool. Uh, 
that is Smokey and the Bandit. No. <laughs> Jonathan? What's eating Gilbert Grape? <gasps> that was so close. <laughs> <laughs> but wrong. Drew? Oh, man, I have no idea. Uh... <laughs> uh, fuck! I have no police you know, academy. Just five. picture like somebody on the poster being like, <laughs> "Yeah, full police title. academy five. Their their fifth assignment or whatever it was called." Yeah, Doug, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> he knows the answer. What? Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, that's a great one. It isn't easy being that good, but so, kind of close. Yeah. Yeah, but I said Gilbert Grape was close just because it's another. Uh, Title with four words. <laughs> See? Yeah. My favorite genre of movie. Four word. That begins four with, word That begins titles. with WH. White men can't jump. Mm, of course. White men can't jump. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Ken's going to get this one. I doubt it. The tagline is 2019. A game nobody survives. That is the running man. That is the running man. <laughs> You cut me off before I even got. You got to wait till the end of. Wait, there's more to the, the answer before you can buzz in. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, this year might be the exception. Was the end of that tagline? <laughs> I feel like it was stronger without this. Yeah. This year might be the exception. Yeah, yeah. But also, I just love 2019, a game nobody survives, because we did it. <laughs> We're here. All right, so Ken's on the board. He's got one. So we start with Jonathan. So this is your chance to okay. jump in, Jonathan. Uh, 50 million people watched, but no one saw a thing. Fifty million people watched, but no one saw a thing. Mm-hmm. It's on Jonathan. The uh, Award. He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, 50 million people had the purge, is my guess, which I haven't seen. No. Yeah, more people than that would watch the purge. I mean, if it was a thing throughout the entire country. <laughs> Drew, what do you think it is? Oh, man. I have no idea. Good answer. No, I literally have no idea. Yeah, it's tough. Doug? Now you see me, now you don't. Is that the movie? <laughs> <laughs> 50 million people watched, but no one saw a thing. Another, like a heist movie? Or, or Hollow Man? <laughs> <laughs> or the upcoming Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss? Ken? Isn't this bring just, it home. Is this allowed? Isn't this just quiz show again? What's that? Isn't this just quiz show? It's quiz again? show, yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was so clever doing that. Does anyone, Drew, in the uh, hole-in-one game, does anyone ever play it? Like, do they? can you tell that they have the knowledge that you are going to give them a hole-in-two, that they do get a second chance no. every time? No. <laughs> I always feel so bad for those people because that first one they're going to miss because they're so nervous. Yeah. And then you give them a second one, and that's exciting. But now you only still, you just have the one chance. Yeah. yeah. So they, uh, and I like when you get up there and show, uh, like knock it in. I've made like three, 
two, two putts in 13 years. <laughs> but you always try. I always try. I love that. I love it. All right. Uh, we got, uh, Ken's got two, so chances are you guys aren't going to catch up. But Jeopardy champion. It's true. It's, it really did come at you, come at you strong. Um, can you imagine a champion's episode of Price is Right? <laughs> yeah, I would love to do a champion's episode of The Price is Right. I pitched it. They're so good at it. They're so good at spinning a wheel. <laughs> also, spinning the wheel, you say it's got to go around once. At least once to count, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes does it fall a little short and you just go, whatever. Like, cause no, I these say... These older ladies are not going to get this thing I to go around. I say that spin doesn't count. It has to go around at least once. And we give them another chance, and then I ask, do you want me to help you? And then I'll help them out. Oh, like okay. But problems, some of that really. doesn't get on TV. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it once. I, I never watched the show. But you've seen it once. Why watch it again? That's what people... Yeah, I was already there. Yeah, you were, and I don't like watching myself on TV. All of so. it. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I really hate watching myself. I love watching you on TV. I'm like most... I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm like 80% of America. <laughs> Statistically speaking. <clears throat> we'll just take the Hitler stuff down a notch. <laughs> He's a good host, but too into Hitler. <laughs> Okay, Jonathan, is this on you? Okay. Okay. Love and money. You have mixed them both. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's about. That's it? Love and money, you've I mixed them both? I probably wrote it down wrong. <laughs> no, that is the accurate tagline. Love and money. You have mixed them both. Uh, God. I know, right? Uh, money ball? <laughs> good, good guess. Drew? I mean, we have figured out that all these movies have game shows in them, right? No. I'm, I'm willing to bet no. <laughs> Did you know White Man Can Jump has a ton of Jeopardy in it? Because Rosie Perez's character is a Jeopardy champion in the movie. Foods that start with Q. Yeah. And uh, Magnolia, of course, the little boy in the movie is a genius. And he's on one of those really smarty pants game shows. And this movie. Thanks for waiting until after I answered for the clue. I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate that. Is it the one where mm -hmm. uh, the guy is on the game show in India and mm -hmm. he cheats? Mm -hmm. Whatever that one is? Mm -hmm. What's the name of that one? <laughs> you can't ask them. He's used to Prices Right where they could turn to the audience and get the answer. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. The one uh, where they fix the game show and they give yeah, the answers yeah. at the end. Uh, and it's called uh, something. What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> Doug is next. He'll get the point if you can't I figure can't remember, it out. I can't remember the name of the movie. Do you know what but it you know is, what I'm talking Doug? about, right? Yeah. Oh, what is it? Slumdog Millionaire. Yes! That's right. Slumdog Millionaire. That's the one. <laughs> I get We should share mental. that point. Well, yeah. I'm going to sleep well at night. Because mm -hmm. I, technically I had it. <laughs> <laughs> and all you guys know this one. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is it my turn? No, I'm just saying you all know that one. That's correct, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. Next one. No, that's the end of that game. Uh, Ken is the winner, but we do have one more game to play, and uh, this will determine who goes home with all the stuff. <clears throat> it's called Last Woman Stanton. 
And I'm going to get the name from a pre-selected audience member of a actress. And then all of us, including myself, I like to play along in this one. We're going to take turns naming movies that actress has been in. If you can't think of one when it's your turn, you can go to your lifeline, which is your, the name tag you chose. You can go to that person once and uh, to try and stay in the game. But whoever lasts the longest uh, is the winner, and whoever you played for gets all the prizes. Yeah, let's do it. Drew, you're looking at me like how people look at you when you explain the games on the show, where they just like cannot believe that they're standing next to Drew Carey, and they're not listening to a word that you're saying. They're just like, when do I lift him up again? Do you... <laughs> My wife still hasn't spoken since then. My wife? She was catatonic. <laughs> She's at home shaking. <laughs> She can't. She can't remember anything that happened when she was on the stage. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. But she's she on could a look lot of at, I mean, She could look at the tape. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have it on tape? We yeah, we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Heavy W Eight Underscore Beagle? Of course, he's right there. Hey, hey all right. He's the guy that Come got selected. Come on down. Ba 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 Yeah, that's what happens. He got selected randomly, and then yet yet here he is. Right up front, ready to go. Give us a name, sir. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, the great Catherine O'Hara. Does not match the name that I have in my wallet! <laughs> so I will hang on. I mean, I'll give the pin to the prize bag. It went in, right? Okay. Um, how do you feel, guys? Feeling strong about this? Catherine O'Hara movies? Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. <laughs> Are you first? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you don't. Um, no, it's uh, uh, who won the last game? Ken, right? Yeah, so we start with Ken. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would, not, would I do that to America's Sweetheart, Drew Carey? No, I don't no. think so. No, he's going to let you have it. Uh, what, what do you got instead? I will say uh, Home Alone. Very good. Uh, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I'm very proud that I know that whole title. Beetlejuice. Doug says Beetlejuice. 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 Oh. Nightmare you, Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of nightmare was it? Uh, you know, it was like a skeleton or whatever. <laughs> 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 but it was just nightmare before christmas it was no word before nightmare the the nightmare before christmas <laughs> was it uh, Do I think it, is it that specific uh the uh, uh nightmare before christmas <laughs> i think so i don't know <laughs> jonathan uh best in show mm-hmm. ken a mighty wind Yes. Waiting for Kaufman. Best in show, too. <laughs> now, can I do my lifeline? Doug's going to his lifeline. Patrick, you got one? Patrick, you can do this. <laughs> you have a Somebody, giant thing of Brie Larson in your apartment. <laughs> Somebody sitting next to Patrick whispered it in his ear. That's, that's his lifeline. <laughs> Nothing, Patrick? No, sorry. 
Shit. All right. Uh, um, yeah. There you go. Fuck. Another Christopher Guest movie that I'm blanking on. Do you want to do a street call out? That's where you run out onto the street. <laughs> Ask people if they know Catherine O'Hara movies. <laughs> And you'll just be standing there out there listening to them name all the ones we've already named. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right, Doug's out. Oh, I know. So sad. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that. I'm not going to dignify that. Drew? Uh, was she, did SCTV make a movie? They should have. Oh, okay. Well, then, Chris? You know what I want? Lifeline Chris? You guys knew all the same ones that I did. Yeah, right? Um, really, hey, Chris. really nailed those cats. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, movie. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing, motherfucker. <laughs> That's from Drew Carey to you, bitch. <laughs> oh, my, my goodness. Oh. Wow. Daytime's on CBS. Yeah. Be sure to watch the special Valentine's Day edition this Friday. <laughs> All this week on Let's Make a Deal, people are proposing marriage. They are all week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Does it? Does it? Can you tell us? Does it flip? Like, does a woman propose to a man at any point? Um, or is there a gay couple? There's there's all kinds of couples. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Tune in to watch. Okay. Yeah. On Prices Right, we fix people up on their first date, and their first date is meeting up in Bitters Row and playing on the Prices Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be adorable. Yeah. Well, till they lose the game, then they don't get along <laughs> really well. On Fart Safari, I tell fart jokes. <laughs> Exclusively, or do you no, get a couple no. other topics in there? There's a few other. Okay, Come good. on, baby, it's that's a fart good. safari. <laughs> Come on, baby, it's a fart safari. Oh, my God, that's wonderful. Whose turn is it? Jonathan? Uh, I believe she was number one mom in Quiz Show. What? <laughs> no. Go to your lifeline. I'm going to my lifeline. Kate, please help me. Can you think of a for your consideration? Ah, uh, that was mine, Kate. For your Screw consideration. You. For your consideration. Good job, Kate. Jeez. Kate, you're killing me. Yeah. I think that might have been my last. Oh, one. Ken on. might have to go to his lifeline. Goats the mighty, need the help mighty too. Jeopardy champion needs a lifeline. Yeah. Boom, boo doo, humiliating. Boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> I thought you didn't do impressions. That was cool. <laughs> I'm the timpani drum from Jeopardy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to Ian. Ian, do you have anything? You're over here somewhere, right? Where's Ian? I think she's the voice in Frank and Weenie. She's the voice in Frank and Weenie? I mean, that's probably Sounds true, legit. Right? Like, yeah, I we think got that's people are agreeing right. in the audience. I think that's right. Yeah, Frank and Weenie. so you're still in it. Ian, you're in my hero. Yeah. Not like Kate. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Corpse Bride? No, he doesn't know. <laughs> I'm out. Maybe. Jonathan? She was in yeah, Corpse Bride? Yeah, okay, I'm think, still in. Jonathan? And I can't go to the audience anymore. No. It's all on I you. I think she had a small part in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What do you think she did? Uh, number one, mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think so. It just so. feels like no. I think I think you're I think you're wrong. No. <laughs> Somebody's yelling over there. She's in it. No. That was just somebody. Nobody has a phone. waiting in line for the restroom. Look no, at I like fucking phone. I like to keep it organic and just uh, you know talk to the corrections department later. <laughs> it was a guess, so I, I really yeah. I, really I don't know. think she's in it. Human centipede. Was she in that? Which end? <laughs> She's right in the middle. Oh. Ken? Uh, I think I might be out. Well, Uncle, Uncle Buck? Is she an Uncle Buck? No, no right? No. Yeah. But I'm so excited to call myself the winner yeah. on this particular edition. But the prizes are going to the person that Ken was playing for. Congratulations. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> you did. Everybody did great. Yeah, that was super fun. Let's do some uh, plugs, Doug. Besides the album, what else you got going on? Besides Farts Safari Three dropping soon, uh, I got a, <laughs> I got a podcast, a sports podcast called Sixty Ninth Base. So check that out. <laughs> uh, oh, and I'll be headlining the Velveeta Room at the end of the month in Austin, February twenty eighth. We love 29th. Austin, Texas. I do. I'll be there for South by. Yeah. Super psyched. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thank you. Drew Carey. Uh, I have a radio show every Friday night on mm-hmm. Little Steven's Underground Garage where I play rock and roll music for three hours. I've been doing it for weekly for about a year and a half, monthly for about 10 years. So I'm doing it weekly now, and it's called the Friday Night Freakout. Sirius Channel 21. Yes. And that game show thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. If you like rock and roll music, it's great. The game show is, yeah. If you like pricing items, listen to the radio show. I also I also taped Celebrity Family Feud on Sunday, <gasps> but I can't tell you how it turned out. And you brought your whole family on? No, I just brought friends of mine, <laughs> Blink a Patch and Brendan Walsh. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Nice. I love it. That's, that sounds hilarious. When's it going to be on? I, sometime in the summer, they said. Is that oh, allowed okay. on Family Feud? You can just celebrity, be like, I don't get along with my sister. I'm bringing on Blaine Capaz. Celebrity version, you pick your own family. Uh, I see. Yeah, we went up against Kevin Nealon. I thought you meant, is Brennan Walsh allowed on Family Feud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. doesn't seem like he should be. No. I like how, I like how Drew is like celebrities only. Normal people have to bring their shitty relatives. But <laughs> Celebrities, you can pick whoever you want. Yeah, <laughs> you can pick your friends. Uh, Jonathan? So uh, let's make a deal every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose line is it anyway from time to time? And um, there's a movie that I did. I, I never get to do drama, so I did this drama movie, this psychological thriller that is now available for rent on the Amazon and iTunes called A Patient Man. So kind of a Hitchcockian, creepy drama. So it's really fun. I apologize for not asking you more about that uh, earlier in the show, because that that's why you're here, to plug that movie. Well, we're... we're, we're uh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> He plays number one mom. That's right. (laughs) I didn't think those bad moms were that bad. So, in other news. But thank you for being here. And what, where can they see the movie again? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime or iTunes, A Patient Man. All right. Included with a- on Amazon? Uh, say it again? Included with Amazon? Like you can watch uh, no, you it have for to free pay. You if you have like Amazon? $4.99 or something like that to watch it. Forget oh, okay. it then. <laughs> Thanks a lot, friend of 20 years. 
Just Amazon. I've known you for 20 years. <laughs> it's it, when you're when you're all fucked up and scrolling through Amazon, like you get excited about a movie and then it's not included with Prime. Like it's uh, you know, then there's a yeah, charge they do, for they it. They do that. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, and I, I get it anyway. I usually turn down movie offers when I know people will have to pay. Ex- no, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't have done this movie, yeah, I man. I shouldn't have done it. I should have really done known it. what Can I was going to happen. you only do free movies, please? I only do free movies. It's time to give back. <laughs> only do old movies that people don't want to pay to see anymore. <laughs> that have become free movies. Will this be on a plane free? Okay. <laughs> Ken, what about you? What's coming up? I'm at Ken Jennings on Twitter. Uh, I'm on... Uh, uh, upcoming GSN quiz show called Masterminds. I'm one of the masterminds. Is it the British show? It is not, sadly. Uh, it's Masterminds plural. But boy, that British Mastermind is a great format. Right? What a hard show. I didn't even know what subjects they were talking about on that show. <laughs> it's this British show where you, like, at the end they're like, pick your subject and it'll be like uh, Jacobian uh, yeah, right there, drum, po- po- yeah. poetry or whatever. The answer is always Manchester United, though. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the question is. Uh, I'm the author of Planet Funny, a book about American comedy culture. Doug Benson and Doug Loves Movies makes a cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. And I like my cameoing own... in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Don't mom. read too fast or you'll miss me. <laughs> <laughs> and my own podcast is called Omnibus. I do it with uh, musician John Roderick, and we uh, we look at weird, weird stories from human culture and history that we want to pass along to the post-human residents of a hypothetical future post-apocalyptic Earth. Well. All right. <laughs> the crowd oh, is like, dark wow. motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Oh, and also for $200, you can watch me pee my pants. <laughs> I forgot to plug that. <laughs> I'll be at DNA's Comedy Lab in uh, Santa Cruz on Saturday, March 7th at 4.20, doing stand-up with uh, a couple of my stand-up pals. It uh, should be a lot of fun. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming out. Where's the prize winner? Come get your stuff, Ian. Life of Ian, come grab all your, uh, all your things. Congratulations. Good job. And... Uh, That wasn't him. No that ID or anything, guy. man. That was just another guy? Yeah, yeah. No. Came and grabbed all the shit? Uh, one more time for Doug Meller, Drew Carey, Jonathan Mangum, and Ken Jennings. Free Larson. As always, positive energy. Now it's time for Doug